0: wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1754, an excerpt from the book The Future You by Harry Glorickian, and I'm Dr. Neil. Hey there, happy middle of the week Wednesday and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I act as your narrator of the best health and fitness blogs all for free. And then remember, on Fridays, I do something a little different. That's where I answer your questions right here on the show. It is Wednesday, and like I do every Wednesday, I'd like to share a little bit of inspiration with you, so here we go. Quote, no act of kindness, no matter how small, is ever wasted. Aesop. All right, today I'm actually reading to you not from a blog, but an excerpt from a book, and I'll talk all about the author and the book right after this reading, so let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. An excerpt from the book, The Future You, by Harry Glorickian. Mobile health isn't new. The practice of using personal mobile devices like smartphones with wearable sensors like watches to track and even diagnose medical conditions has been around for more than a decade. The Withings Company launched its Connected Body Scale in June 2009 and its blood pressure monitor connected to the iPhone in 2011, for example and Apple made its foray into tracking personal fitness and health when it teamed up with Nike in 2006 with the Nike and iPod sports kit. What is new, however, is the breadth of today's technology. In the past several years, artificial intelligence, or AI, has advanced so rapidly that smartphone apps and their connected sensors can now accomplish feats previously inconceivable just several years ago. Using only a smartphone, you can now prevent health emergencies, diagnose clinical disorders, and even treat conditions without prescription drugs. AI isn't the only technology driving the breakneck explosion of mobile medicine either. AI-enabled software is only as good as the data it relies on to make medical predictions. Today, software companies have more data than they've ever had before, thanks to millions of users worldwide who've been tracking their heart rate, steps, sleep, and other biometrics, knowingly or not, for years. This ever-expanding data bank allows software manufacturers to hone the accuracy of their existing apps while creating new software and sensors that can monitor, diagnose, and treat people in other amazing new ways. Another factor fueling the transformation of smartphone medicine is hardware, which has become more sophisticated in recent years. This hardware upgrade has given our phones the ability to process and store more data in a smaller space, making it as powerful as some supercomputers. Today's smartphone even outshines the supercomputer found on the spaceship Orion, launched by NASA in 2014 to prepare for man's first crewed mission to Mars. As our smartphones get smarter and our out-of-pocket healthcare costs continue to rise, the world of medical apps has exploded. Today, there are more than 350,000 different healthcare apps and the mobile health market is expected to approach $290 billion in revenue by 2025. It's a fascinating contradiction. While the costs of technology continue to drop, does anyone remember how expensive the first personal computers were? Healthcare costs keep rising. It's not really surprising that there's a lot of interest, especially from big tech and the business world, in using the power of technology to tackle one of healthcare's biggest challenges, cost. I believe that's one of the reasons we've seen so many tech companies enter the healthcare and life sciences industries. Their outsider point of view is not unlike the one I had looking at the telecom industry and imagining how GPS could be used in a whole new way. The industry is revolutionizing not only how we look at medicine, but also the power we hold in our hands to take care of our own health. Think about it for a moment. If you could own an app that could diagnose you with the same accuracy as your primary care provider, you'd have the virtual equivalent of an on-call physician with you at all times who could help streamline your care in real life. Earache? Let the AI-enabled app, maybe combined with access to a telehealth provider, distinguish between something that needs an office visit in the next day or two, a simple prescription with advice to follow up in a week or a recommendation to head to the emergency room or urgent care right away. Without the cost or chaos of an unnecessary office or urgent care visit, you'd be able to consult this virtual physician regularly without waiting to get seriously sick to realize something was wrong with you, or if you should just take an over-the-counter pain reliever and rest for the day. Similarly, if your phone and a few connected sensors could monitor your blood pressure, cholesterol, and other basic biomarkers around the clock, you'd know within seconds if something was irregular, rather than waiting to reach the same conclusion after developing symptoms. How many of us head to the dermatologist every year for a head-to-toe exam to look for signs of skin cancer? Probably only Dr. Neal. What if your phone could also scan your skin for signs of cancer or other ailments without the yearly trip and in the comfort of your own home, and then transmit the scan to the dermatologist's office where it could be looked over? If things look good, you might get a letter in your electronic health record saying you're good for another six months or a year. If the dermatologist sees something concerning, you might get a phone call instead, asking you to schedule an appointment for a follow-up in the office. The setup could also be ideal for patients who are worried about a rash on, say, their child. You'd have the ability to know what was wrong, probably in less time and at a lower cost, than it takes to get an accurate diagnosis today. In short, Smartphones are democratizing medicine in ways we've never seen before, an idea first touted by the eminent cardiologist, Dr. Eric Topol, in his 2014 book, The Patient Will See You Now. Since then, more of us own smartphones. Nearly 4 billion worldwide, including 81% of U.S. adults, possess this portable supercomputer. Now, anyone who has a smartphone or smartwatch can potentially access quality healthcare, no matter how old they are or where they live whether in a big city with access to excellent hospitals and specialists, or in a rural area without many medical facilities or qualified physicians. We'll still need trained doctors, of course, and there's some level of infrastructure needed to get healthcare systems ready to receive data from our phones and digital devices. But the smartphone has become medicine's great equalizer, making it easier for everyone to obtain top medical attention, regardless of their nationality, ethnicity, age, Income level, insurance coverage, or other factors that have traditionally limited quality health care. You just listened to an excerpt from the book The Future You by Harry Glorickian. And thank you to Harry. In The Future You, Harry shares life altering observations on the effect innovative technology has had on health. He outlines a roadmap to maximize readers' personalized health and wellness along with clearing the misconceptions people often have about health technology. His mission is to help everyone reach their best self and educate readers on the effectiveness of revitalized technology. And you can find the future you on Amazon. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. It is amazing how fast technology is changing. My students are constantly telling me about new apps that have been developed to track food intakes and daily activity, and I can't keep up with it all. Healthcare apps are popping up everywhere too. Now, we just need to be careful that the information we receive from these apps is accurate. For example, when your doctor orders a lab test, inaccuracies can occur, and this is very natural. Sometimes, depending on the test, a patient may get a false positive or a false negative, meaning the test may say that a person has a disease when in fact they really don't, or the opposite can be true. A test result may say the patient Doesn't have a disease, when in fact they do. It's just that for some reason, the tests were inaccurate. This can be the case with newer tests, especially. For example, some types of food allergy testing can be inaccurate. Now, this is not to say there's no value in telemedicine or AI enabled apps. There is so much hope for this type of medical care. And like today's author, I believe this type of medicine will become a reality. If you do decide to use an AI-enabled app or these forms of telemedicine, I would just be sure to share the results with your doctor to make sure that they are, in fact, accurate. All right, that'll do it for me for today. Thank you so much for subscribing. Thank you for following us and being here every day and sharing this show with someone. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your Wednesday, and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.